You're now listening to Positive Minds Only Podcast. What's up? It's your host, Ken Kenneth Kenny, and this is Positive Minds Only Podcast. Today we have a special guest on the podcast. Tessa, uh, what do you go by? I don't know how you go. It's so many. I go by T from Universal Money. Well, my name is actually Tisa. So Tisa, so I'm messing it up. My bad on that. Like I said, that's fine. Yeah, Tisa. We only is my go name. by social media. <laughs> Usually, people right. don't talk anymore, so they just I just read what I see, and if I pronounce everything, like my bad. So right, uh, it's all good. I it's mispronounced all the time, so that's why I go by T. Um, close friends family call me tt but you know professionally it's t from universal money so there's that (laughs) so we're going to be talking about spirituality today uh i know i talk about it a lot on my podcast but i never really have anybody to talk to like anybody who went on like a spiritual journey around the same time i did like most people i talk to like they started their their journey like before me or some are just now getting started with you I remember when I first noticed uh, anything spiritual with you, was like you was uh, offering a, t- a tarot reading card, and it was like yeah. super cheap. And I remember commenting, "I'm like, man, I had just spent like eight hundred dollars on a fucking uh, one of those call in. It was about a minute, and the the reading. Oh man! Yeah, like it was my first time. I wasn't I wasn't aware of it because growing up, we think." tarot cards and spirituality is a bad thing so mm-hmm. I never really wanted to dive into it but then like like I said I started my journey and I just felt the urge to call one and it changed my life so that was in September September I want to say I started my journey yeah not, mm-hmm. it really started in September when things started to like I don't want to say it in a bad way, but st- things started like to fall apart for me. But it was just all the spiritual and, awakening. Yeah, that's what started. To, uh, like I said, like but we was on fr- we was friends on Facebook for a while, and I didn't even know it because mm-hmm. like we had mutual friends or nothing, so I didn't know where you came from. So it was like right. But when thinking <laughs> that you was on your spiritual journey, and then I inboxed you, then I found out like our DNA, like our when you did the ancestry like it matched up with mine like we was like Ken I'm like oh shit like this is yeah it's a connection here but you always been spot on with your readings when I when I came to you like everything came true so uh thank you ask, like, how did you start your journey like how did you get on your path all right so you know I grew up in a Baptist church so I've always you know had you know I always had God in me in a way because of that um, I come from a family of prophets. Everybody has, you know, that singing or that hearing the spirit, anything like that. We're, we're spiritually gifted on my mother's side of the family, especially. Um, so I used to always have dreams as a child. Never took them seriously. And then they started manifesting as soon as I turned 18. Um, I was more aware of it when I was 14 years old. I had a dream that I was in this bright room and I'm lined up like two people in each, I guess, part of the room. And we were all lined up wearing white and somebody was walking around looking at us. So that manifested when I was in boot camp. 
uh, for the Navy. <laughs> we were all dressed in our dress whites, getting inspected by the RDCs, the uh, recruit division leaders. And I literally like opened my mouth. I said, oh my God. And he's like, you know, shut up recruit. And I was like, oh, can you that? <laughs> but um, that happened and it, like completely took me by surprise. I was like, okay, so I'm not tripping. I've been here before. I had a dream about this. So as I got older, uh, more time spent in the military, two kids later, um, I got out the military. Life was, whew, it was kind of hectic. Um, like the process of getting out the Navy because I got out because I was too overweight after having my second child. So, you know, if you're overweight in the military, yeah. you're, you're done. Yeah. So, um, got out the Navy, moved back with my mother and the depression hit worse, way worse. And I was just like, this is crazy. I don't know what to do with myself. It seemed like things were just like stacking up against me, stacking up hard. And um, I finally tried therapy and my therapist, he, you know, usually like you go to a veteran's, um, a little veteran's hospital, they'll be, they will try to avoid giving you medicine. Yeah. They'll try to avoid it. So my therapist was like, try meditation. So I tried meditation and I was like, okay, this is working. I feel a lot more at ease. My thoughts are coming together. And after meditation, um, that's when I reached my grandmother. <laughs> so when, when when was this as far as age? While like years, a couple years ago, this would this this, this was around summertime, two thousand eighteen. Oh, so you just so. got out of the military. So I'm a mm -hmm. but here's like about me. Uh, I grew up in a, a, a church-based home. Like, and my great grandma was a prophet. My grandma was kind of a prophet, but she. She really wasn't into it. Like she was more on the spiritual side. I want to know my Gigi was more on the spiritual side. Okay. I always knew, like I had dreams as well. Like I still have them today. Like I've always had dreams all the time, mm -hmm. but I never paid any any mind because my Gigi, even though she was a prophet, she didn't mm -hmm. mess with the spirit side. Like she was all into church. It was all about Jesus. It was all about the Bible. Exactly. She always kept me away from anything other than the bible and i was cool with exactly it like you said god is always in us but uh i went into the military when i was 18 i went into the marines yeah and i did four years uh and once i got out it was like hectic for me because i didn't have that income anymore uh, mm -hmm. i wanted to stay in but i was married at the time and the marriage went like it was a bad marriage like all this is happening and i didn't finally I didn't finally get to my good place until like after I left North Carolina. So I got out in 2012, but I stayed in North mm -hmm. Carolina until I was till 2015 when my Gigi passed away. So when she passed away, it was like her leading me back home and me to start over. But I didn't start my spiritual journey until last year. Like right. So from 2015 to 2018, I was basically just to work in a nine to five lost in life not knowing what my purpose was and yeah. it took for me to learn the law of attraction to start mm -hmm. meditating because that's where it went once i started meditating that's when things started working for me because i yeah, uh, exactly i was wanting more i was trying to manifest more in my life and i'm like why ain't nothing working and then i started uh meditating it was like the third eye chakra or no it was like chakra uh 
balance thing that I meditation I did. And it was the mm-hmm. third out one that I focused on. Like I don't know basically why I was focusing on that one at the time, but I focused mainly on that one. And as soon as I did that, it was like things just started like I started waking up basically. Yeah. I didn't know it at the time, but it it felt like every time I would watch a movie, I started noticing things in the movie like how people watch it for entertainment. I started like seeing things that they was putting in the movies, things like that started happening. And then mm-hmm. I, said, I didn't go to therapy. That's one thing I should have did. Mm-hmm. I went to the VA. Uh, they get out. They, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I have PTSD. That was one thing that I had got when I went to the VA. And they, but I, they didn't give me no medication. They didn't, uh, no therapy or none of that. So basically wow. living with PTSD, like before I even joined the military, because it started like I've been seeing people getting killed like as a teenager. So you never know how that affects you as an adult until right. you talk to somebody who's professional wise. So like I say, I've been going my whole life with PTSD, with depression, like stress, not, I don't want to say depression, but anxiety. And yes, definitely anxiety. When I talked to that psychic, it was like a therapy session for me. And mm-hmm. it just costed me so much money. As my, I'm gonna be honest, like it costed me like 1200, I only paid 200 and then I canceled my card. So it's like, I still owe, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I still owe, but me is like, I'm like, I ain't paying that. Like, it worked for me, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. I ain't know. Like, it caught me off guard. So I'm like, whatever. But that's when it, uh, I started meditating more. Then I started mm-hmm. uh, finding these teachers, like online, YouTube. I started reading books. And like, yeah. like I've always dreamed, I was, I, I, can, I can tell you the future, or I can speak the future. I can see mm-hmm. it, I can hear it, and, but. I can't explain it. That's the whole thing. It's like when I talk to other people who's not on the same frequency I'm on, it's like they don't understand it. And when we ha- I have a conversation, they be like, how you know so much? And I'm like, I just, I don't know. I don't want to say I connect with my ancestors because then they're going to look at me like, what, what you mean you connect with? But it's like- Oh, it's I say it out loud. I don't even care anymore. Now, yeah, now I, I say it now. Mm-hmm. I'm more open to it. But at first I'm like, well, they're going to just look at me crazy if I say- I connect with my mm-hmm. but then I'm like, well, if y'all praying to Jesus, not saying it's a bad thing, but when people pray to Jesus, it's the same thing. He lived on this earth as well as our ancestors. So if we can exactly pray to him and get things from him, well, I should be able to do this with my ancestors. And it's not about mm-hmm. a hell thing because I believe heaven and hell is on earth. It's what you make of it in your mind. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like I said, once I talk to that psychic. That was September 2018. Life like really got shitty for like because I started uh, from black like I started finding the people who did me wrong, who caused so much hurt in my life, and then people Mm -hmm. started turning their back on me. So I'm like, damn, like should I had to did this, like or should I had to stay the way I I was? But in in all, it helped me because I let go of so much pain and hurt family-wise, military-wise. Like, I still have anxiety. I still deal with the PTSD, but now it's more easy because I meditate a lot. I meditate every day. I got incense burning all the time. I burn safe. I got my tarot cards if I need to, like, know something. So, uh, good. Sorry about cutting you out, but we can continue with your your thing because everybody know about me, but not too many people. (laughs) Alrighty, so, um, 
pretty much after going to therapy and learning about meditation, um, I meditated and I don't know how I found this. I think this is around, um, this is around the death of XXXTentacion. Um, my friend, she linked me the video to a tarot reader. Her name is Wisdom and Light on YouTube. And she did like a full mediumship reading with her tarot cards on it. And I was just like, wow, that's amazing. Like she picked up on the energy so well and it just like intrigued me. So I decided to get a reading from her. And that reading changed my life because she's like, you know, she's like, you know what I'm doing? You're supposed to be doing the same thing. She was like, you have, she's like, there's a woman. She's like, she's pressing you to get into this. She's pressing you to walk into your purpose. And I was just like, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> and I was just like, what is she talking about woman? Like, I just like, I kind of like, you know, just shook it off. But um, I started meditating. She told me to meditate more. So I started meditating more and a little white, a little white candle. And I fell asleep with the white candle lit and came to contact with my great grandmother. And in the meditation, we're like sitting at this long white table and she's sitting across from me and we're talking. And she was just like, I'm sorry, I did so much damage to this family because of my actions. Can you please forgive me? So I said, yes. And it was like, I felt her hugging me. Ever since then, she been in my head. I hear her all the time, cussing me out. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's crazy. Cause my ancestors do the same. Like they don't really yeah. cuss me out, but I know I be hard headed and I don't listen a lot. Like, <laughs> right. With me, it's like, I don't hear they voice. It's like, they give me signs. Like they put things in front of me. Like if I want to know something, I'll just ask specifically for what I want or what I want to know then they'll just mm -hmm. show it to me so it's like i'll be asked i'm like why can't y'all just speak like i know y'all do it with everybody else but why is it that y'all just got to send me signs because i overlook things all the time like, mm -hmm. it's like you have to literally put it in front of my face or say it for me to like get it because i'll not i'll not pay attention or i'll just go on by my business but it eventually like i said i have dreams and mm -hmm. how you want to uh, see us? I mean, how you did the psychic you seen on YouTube? That happened to mm -hmm. me as well. I was on YouTube. I have. I was already interested in the pick of card readings. Like that was one of my yeah. first. I started with the, the like the horoscope readings, and those mm -hmm. are spot on. And then it went to the pick a card. Those are spot on. And then I came across this uh, lady, the psychic, and she was doing uh, readings on YouTube where she was connecting with people's ancestors. And every time, like I watched a video of her, it was like she was talking to me. So I'm like, what? what like I, know, I hear yeah. her to somebody else, but it sounds like she's talking to me. So I'm like, I need to get in contact with this lady. So I called, and she was mm -hmm. booked. Like she was booked for like a month up. And then it just so happened, like she was coming to Vegas, like for her birthday. So I'm like, mm. uh, here's my chance to, to contact, get in contact with this lady. And when I contacted her, we sat down, we had a meeting. And she introduced me to like the spiritual baths. That's what mm -hmm. I've also been uh, doing lately. Like I do a spiritual bath at least once or twice a month. But she right. helped me find out who I was in my past life. 
this is like this at the time like i already knew i had been here before like i didn't have the proof proof but like i just knew like how you just know something and yeah what i was asking was i wasn't being specific in what i wanted to know about my past life i was just asking who was i like and what did i do so she gave me those those answers but she didn't tell Mm -hmm. me she didn't tell me what what year none of that like but she was telling me uh i was from east africa I was a nomad. I traveled. Like I had three. Uh, mm. She told me I had three wives. But in oh, reality, wow. I had two wives. They, I mean, they wasn't. It wasn't me having three different wives at the same time. It was like she was just telling me overall. And yeah. It matched up with my life today. So I'm like, oh shit! Now after I talked to her, I'm like, well, she couldn't give me my name. This is when I started talking to my ancestors. So I'm like, okay, I want to know my name. I want to know when I died. I want to know everything. Right. I started, I mean, I started seeing age 27. 27 is when I passed away. So I, I kept seeing 27. Then I kept hearing the name Robert. And it, like, it was like over a time, like there was the, my ancestors was just giving me signs about myself. And then mm-hmm. a documentary came on Netflix called Crossroads at the Devil. And oh. my ancestors told me to watch that. And that's when I found out who I literally was. So it was like they gave me the exact thing that I asked for. But since they oh, couldn't, wow. yeah, since I can't hear them, they just put it in front of me to, to see it and to know. And once mm-hmm. I watched that, it was like crazy like chills came all over my body it was like oh shit like it made perfect sense to why i go through what i go through who the people at first i didn't know the people who was in my past life I, like i didn't know who they were back then when i first watched the documentary, mm-hmm. documentary but now it's like i know the exact people who they were like as my family today i know who they was in my past life and then it was like okay who else was i was because i know i haven't just been here twice Right. Then they showed me who I was when I was in Egypt. That's when I found out I was a king in Egypt, like a long time ago. I found out the oh, name. Wow. I found out my wife's name. So it's like, my journey has really been like, I know most people when they get on a spiritual journey, it's about money. So yeah. It was like they wasn't giving me money, but they was giving me all the knowledge that I wanted. Like they was giving yeah. me everything that I asked for, except for the money, but. They was telling me that I need to get on my past. I mean, I mean, on my path. And the reason why I go through so much pain today is because the pain. I mean, that I went through last time. It was like I was so to myself. I didn't con. I didn't talk to nobody. I didn't give them no knowledge. And that's what made me start mm-hmm. my podcast. Cause I'm like, well, I, in my first half of this life, I was so quiet. If you go to uh, ask any of my school classmates, they say he's the most mm-hmm. quiet person ever. He don't talk to nobody. He don't say nothing. So when people, I started getting on Facebook and I started being a comedian, I started being like, yeah, like kind of helping me get comfortable with talking to other people. So Mm -hmm. I started the podcast It's like, now I'm supposed to, I'm not supposed to be funny. I'm just supposed to tell people what I know. I'm supposed to open people's eyes to what they really need to know. So lately, even though I'm still hard headed at times, because like I said, I overlook so much like. As you know, your ancestors will really get on you if you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Yes, they will. You start complaining <laughs> so much like that, like it'd be like how you tap your child, like they'll really tap you. So uh, Yeah. 
what else did I uh, want to ask? Uh, so I know, do you know who you was in your past life? Like, are you aware? I actually do. I found out actually like a couple weeks ago. Oh gosh, here's the story. Okay. So the story is um, Afro-Latina, okay? Uh, she was a witch, but um, what ended up happening with her is she got caught up with love. Love distracted her from her purpose. So um, she ended up in a very abusive relationship. And, you know, she started, you know, honing her gifts again. And they were telling her to be patient because her ancestors were pretty much telling her to be patient because she was supposed to be leaving. And they're just like, you have to be patient. But things started to get worse and worse and worse for her. So she decided just to try and leave out on a whim. And her husband caught her, put her in a bathtub, beat her down like so badly that she couldn't even move or nothing and drowned her in a tub. I was like, wow. Damn. Damn. Yeah. So when you say her, you got to remember that's you. So it was like me. Yeah, that's you. Like ain't nothing like I I know because that's scary when you know how you died. Because me, yeah, I know how I died. It was like I was messing with somebody's wife. Like Uh, here's the thing: my wife died. Like my twin flame now. mm -hmm. Like I was just sixteen. Then. Cause she died giving birth so the baby mm. and, uh, and the reason she died because when we was in egypt i depended so much on her like like mm-hmm. but she we was like this like it was even when it came to us so when my last time they was like you got to be your own man you got to learn for yourself you can't just depend on your wife like you did the previous time so right i died at 27 because i was mm. with somebody's wife and they gave me some alcohol. I was an alcoholic. They put uh, poison in my alcohol. And that's how I died. And somebody has, when the uh, guy gave me the uh, alcoholic, uh, the poison alcohol, somebody knocked it out of my hand and said, don't you ever drink out of a, a, a bottle that's already been, still been broken. And I said, don't mm. you slap a, a $7 bottle out of my hand. Because back then, right. 1930s, if you was spending $7 on a alcoholic bottle like you had some money just but he was mm-hmm. trying to me and I was being arrogant because I was already drunk but and that's when today like I don't drink alcohol because every time I would drink my body would hurt it was like I would feel mm. pain all over my and I didn't know where it came from but I was just no every time I would drink like my body would be in pain so I'm like damn why why is that the case and I would ask everybody mm-hmm. I'm like do you feel this when you drink and they're like nah but then once I found out who I was then I drunk afterwards it didn't hurt no more like I didn't feel that pain so it was like okay now I know but now I don't drink because I realized that's what it was like caused me to die and being a womanizer caused me mm. to pass away so it was like that also happened to me when I was 26 this yeah. time like, I was messing with somebody's girl and I almost got killed twice when I was 26 oh, wow. happened twice in the same year I was messing with somebody girl the second time i didn't know the girl had to do but he had came in the house mm. i had to hide in the closet like i literally oh man i literally was in the closet on some r kelly shit but the dude <laughs> he didn't figure it out like he didn't know i was there so it was like luckily because i could have been trapped 
I could have been dead twice from being making the same mistake I made in my past life. So it's like when you right. know, you know what you're not supposed. I mean, when you know what caused you to die, then you yeah. are aware like, okay, I can't make this decision anymore. Like now you yeah you, you can't ever get me to look at somebody else's wife. Like I already know what's gonna be that's the, your karmic lesson. Like mm-hmm. I already know if it, if I do that again. Now that I know, because once you yeah. know, it's like fair game. Anything can happen to you when you're making a mistake that you know you're not supposed to make. So it was like, for me, it was like that was a learning lesson. Because now, like, because I used to be a dog. I ain't going to lie. Like, to my wife, yeah. before we got married, like, I was a dog. Like, I, I put her through so much and she stayed. Mm-hmm. But it's like now I'm good. Like, she won't have to worry about that shit no more. Like, now, right. Like, but for me to not, I mean, for me to know that was the cause of my death and to realize everything that I go through today is the same that I went through back then. It's just a different time, just a different name. But it was crazy. Right. So uh, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, well, yeah, that was definitely your karmic lesson. Just like mine is about patience. <laughs> like patience is another thing for me. Uh, patience. Yeah. It's, it's about like me wanting more, like being successful. That's what they tell me to be patient about. Now it's like mm-hmm. I still get to the point like, damn, things ain't happening. Bills is due. Like, like lights about to get cut off. So like y'all telling me to be patient, but y'all keep putting me through this, this these tests and through this fire. I'm like, right. Like, y'all just get me to where I need. Like I know it's- they do that because yeah, it's it's pretty much what we ask for we have to be for ready for the challenges that come with it so it only makes us better at the end of the day true true and i never think i never think about it that way i never think mm-hmm. like they just want us to be ready for like what we ask for i just i don't think about things like that i just be wondering like damn everybody else got theirs and that they tell me stop looking at other people don't compare yourself yeah. to other people because you don't know where they at in their journey you don't know their karmic lessons you don't know what they got to go through so don't focus on exactly doing. and for me it's like sometimes i just it just gets to the point where you like damn i'm tired of waiting like i've been waiting but then like i was talking to my brother yesterday he told me he said uh you can't count your journey to where you're going when you ask for something you can't count what you've been through because you wasn't ready for it just basically what you say he said you wasn't ready for Mm-hmm. Um, so when you got ready the universe been waiting on you to get to where you need to be now you can't rush them because you took forever to get to where you need to be in life so it's like you said the yeah. same thing it's like you gotta be, be ready for what's to come with it like when you act exactly it's, it's you're not just gonna be this rich or famous person it's a lot that come with it and if you're not ready to handle if you're not ready for it and you get it then you'll lose it all and then you'll be complaining again so it's like me patience is one of my biggest things and it's also mm-hmm. like I compare myself but my my real biggest thing is like messing with other women like I at least I overcame that so I don't have to yeah. worry about like getting myself in some situation that can potentially get me killed because like I said last time I died at 27 so I didn't even get the success that I wanted in life and my mm-hmm. thing was like they tell you, they say, uh, whatever you hated the most, that's what you're gonna go through in your life. I mean, that's what you're gonna become in your this life. So me, I hated Christians. I hated mm-hmm. church. 
because church people is the people who said that I sold my soul for fame and for money. So in right. that life, I grew up in a household where my Gigi was a, a strict Christian. I was in church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I hated Christians, but you, life is about understanding things. It's not about lo- hating anything. It's not about uh, talking right. down to nobody. It's about understanding. Like so, I could understand Christians. I could understand gay people. Not saying that I was gay, but I could understand the reason why people are the way they are because it might have stemmed from their past life. Yeah. You have a gay person and that person been gay all their life and you're like, damn, why, what made that, that person be gay? Well, it's probably because that person hated gay people in their past life or something mm-hmm. happened it as a trauma. And when I see racist people or racist white people, I'm like, well, when they come back, they probably be the person that they hated. And then they're going to hate themselves because we get caught up in this game of life that, like, we don't understand the life. I mean, we don't understand the lessons that we go through. We don't understand. Right. That's why we keep making the same mistakes. But once you realize what you're doing and once you realize why life is the way it is, it's really about mm-hmm. learning. It's all about learning. And mm-hmm. I got that. I got to the point where it's all, I'm all about seeking knowledge and what I can do to help other people. It's a hard hard thing when people have the mindset where we only live and die once or or we either go to heaven or hell. But I'm like, well, the Bible said we all sinners. So that means everybody's going to hell if we're going to go about what they say. But at first, earlier this year, I know you've seen me, but I was always talking down on church people. Like, Mm -hmm. just doing that book. Cause I didn't know who I was then. Like I didn't know. Who yeah. I, was. I didn't know that was a, a test for me. So I'm like now mm-hmm. nowadays you don't. Even though I see a bunch of stuff about Christians and stuff, like you won't see me saying nothing. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm not about to play this game again. I'm not about to keep talking bad about Christians and then I come back and have to repeat the same test. So it's like, right. I won't speak too much about nothing as far as other people, even with the the cop killings or cop mm-hmm. killing like you won't see me saying nothing about it because i'm real i realize when we do that it's just giving people our energy like that because we exactly hate we once every time it's every time a cop kills a black person they do the same thing they repeat the same cycles oh justice for this person well when the police get it's always something behind it. It's always something to keep us mad. It's always something to keep us angry about something. So it's like, well, we know it's going to happen. Ain't nothing going to change. That after this, how how the lady just got killed by the cops is always going to get killed. And we're going to are we going to continue to keep talking about justice for so and so when y'all ain't? I can see if people is putting in action behind their words. Yeah. People just all talk, so it's like I'm not about to get caught up in talking about justice for nobody or Black Lives Matter or nobody because you shouldn't have to tell people that Black Lives Matter. Like exactly, it should be a known thing already. So mm-hmm. I try to. I don't even speak. I don't even say that on social media. Like I could be telling people that, but then everybody have to learn for themselves. Like I had to learn to not talk about Christians myself. Like can nobody tell mm-hmm. me, hey, you're not supposed to do that. You have to go through things your own self. It's all we all have our own journey in life. So I can't give you the answers to it. And when you're not even paying attention, like you're not hearing the message, you're gonna do what you want to do until you figure it out. Then you'll be like, oh shit, he was right. But 
Yeah. Well, talk because this really, I really wanted to get you on here to talk about your journey because I know my journey. <laughs> and I talk yeah. all the time. So, uh, where was you when you left? When you used to talk about how you passed away your last time, like, mm-hmm. do you focus solely on love now? Like, I know you you talk about it a lot. Like that. I'm all about love for self now. Because, you know, a lot of people don't like to say you can't love anybody else if you don't love yourself. I mean, you can, but it's just better to love yourself more so that you you know your wants, you know what your needs are in a relationship before you get into something. You have to set the standard for yourself. So what you expect from your partner is what you should expect in yourself. Exactly. Reflection is a major thing. So I'm all about self-love right now. Um, but... Um, yeah, definitely. Love is not really a deep focus in my life because I'm trying to get mine together. <laughs> That's what it so, was for me. Like, like uh, yeah. That you off, but self love was a major thing for me, and that's what basically mm-hmm. my journey was all about. Was about loving myself because me, I was always codependent on somebody. Like whether mm-hmm. it was my wife in my last life, that's why I had to go through my my last time I had to go basically alone without love because I had to learn self-love for myself and yeah happened again this time like I was being codependent on family members but they were mm-hmm. telling me hey you gotta love yourself you gotta it's all about yep. you you can't focus on like finding love if you can't even love yourself because like you said it's all self-reflection how I act is what I will attract so if I don't love myself mm-hmm. I'm going to attract this somebody who don't love me who will always treat me how I treat myself and a exactly lot of be honest with themselves and say they'll say they self they, they they love themselves but in reality their action shows because if you'll see women women are always trying to impress other people they're not doing things to impress mm-hmm. themselves like I'm not saying makeup or any uh, hair wig is anything's are bad, but when you're doing that to impress somebody else instead right. of yourself, me, I had to learn to love my flaws. It was for a long time. I hated my teeth. And mm, I, I had the same like, issue. Like, why, why do I dislike my teeth? Why is that such a thing for me? Why Why is it that I can't love myself? And then once I started learning to love myself, I'm like, well, my gap is a, is a perfect thing because everybody don't have a gap. Why do I want to look like everybody else? Like that's exactly. Why do I want to try? Why do I want to fit in so bad when I know I'm I'm a king basically because of my past life? I'm a king, so there's not too many kings around. There's not too many kings and queens. There's at a, at one time it'll be one king, one king, and then you I mean queen, and then you have the, the people who surround them mm-hmm. have the people who are not like the slave in Egypt yeah they were slaves and I have to realize yeah. there's a bunch of slave mentality people out there because that's who they really are and not to say they can't change right but most people get caught up in a cycle where they stuck people would be slaves in their past life and then wondering why they always working a nine to five in this lifetime because you never got out of that mentality like we, right. we can't change the past we can only change the present or we can only we should only focus on the present and that's why i try to, to get, shape our future mm-hmm. that's why i try to get people to focus on what they want to do in life because me mm-hmm. i told myself i said i'm not working a nine to five period no matter my life like no matter how hard it get because that's not going to get to me it's not going to get me where i wanted to be in life and when i'm working a nine to five i'm only doing it to pay my bills like i'm not yeah. doing anything else i'm like well I know my podcast will eventually 
do I mean do everything that I wanted to do but I have to be it's a journey like I have to stick to it no matter the exactly. up on it. it was like I'm not getting paid for it but I love to do it and this is what I'm supposed to be doing like, mm-hmm, exactly I made music like I, I was music I was a blues musician and then when I made music it was all about metaphors I was always making music solely on, about other people like talking down I would talk down on women all the time I would say women ain't shit all that like that's what my it was like it was like I'm the one who started all this rap but this was in the early 1930s when I was talking down on women saying women ain't shit so it's like mm-hmm. when I listen to music I can't be mad about what they saying even though I don't like it or I don't uh I don't agree with it but it was like that's what I did because I'm pretty sure it's people who was listening to my music who was like oh shit I'm gonna just do what he did because he was successful mm-hmm. I'm like that's why I led people wrong that last time this that's why I got the podcast and I'm only speaking positive because I, I don't want to lead people wrong again it's like exactly that I did just doing it going for my ego making it music for my ego so mm-hmm. I, was, I had to basically kill my ego this time I had to get rid yeah. of ego, and not saying ego is a bad thing, but if you let it get in control, if you let it take control, you lead people the wrong way. You lead yourself in the wrong way. So it's like exactly. I got to leave the right time this time because I ain't trying to come back. Like I'm not really not when I pass away this time. I was like I'm trying to complete everything that I need to, so I don't have to come back here. Because exactly. I'm the universe, there's so many other places we can go. Like there's so many things it's not like i said it's not just heaven and hell like there's so many universes out there galaxies out there that we can visit once we pass away but if you keep failing in life you got to keep coming back here yeah exactly i'm not trying to do that again because it seems like every time i come it's something different that i like it's bad well i, I, can't I say see. i'm not i say that i'm not trying to come back because this life is ghetto who wants to exactly. do this again exactly <laughs> But most people, oh, yeah. it, it's, they stuck here. It's a, it's a stuck because that karma, once you don't complete your karma, you got to come back. It's like a, a game. It's, it's really a yeah. game. And me, I'm all about clearing up my karma. That's why it's like things that I know I have to complete this time. Because I'm not mm-hmm. with this with my kids because last time I wasn't in my kid's life. Because mm. uh, uh, kids' grandparents didn't like me because... I played the blues and they was church people and they would tell people it's because I got my success that I sold my soul and when I died at 27 that's what the narrative was about me that's how I know who I was this time because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the first person they said sold his soul to the devil because wow. I was into spirituality that's the whole thing I was into spirituality mm-hmm. and I hated Christians so it was like well I gave them the fire to even say that about me. If I had to just went on about my business and made the music that right. I make, then they wouldn't have said that. But that was my mistake. But you think I'm going to make that mistake again this time? That's why I don't talk about Christians or any other religion. Because I'm like, I'm not about to give y'all the same thing so y'all can say the same thing about me. I'm going to change it up. So Exactly. Like, exactly. It ain't easy. Like, like, this life ain't easy. But once you know who you are and you realize the things that happen is all for a reason like we choose everything when we, before we are born we choose our name we choose our family we choose everything yeah you know we're gonna go through we just forget 
It was like, I can't say this world is ghetto because we chose to come back. <laughs> no, it is. But That's true. Is, <laughs> we, we made a conscious decision for whatever reason to come back here to complete our crime. It was like, right. I ain't trying to come back next time. Like, I'm trying to live mm-hmm. long enough so I can enjoy the uh, fruits of my labor because I didn't do that last time. And then I'm trying mm-hmm. to clear up all my karma. So once I do, my, whether it's 3,000 years from now, when I finally say, okay, I'm ready to come back, right. my life will be a lot more easier. Because like and I said, you know last time, like, I hate it. I feel, like, um, I feel like that's why now um, when I do readings, I specialize in healing services. So like lessons that you're learning in this lifetime, inner child healing and the how to love reading. So like how to like love yourself so that you can have that ability to love others, the inner child pretty much to um, break the generational curses in your family and the lessons because a lot of people, they're just like, okay, why am I going through what I'm going through right now? The lessons, a lesson learned reading that I offer perfect um it pretty much gives you the highlight of what you're going through right now what are you going to learn from it and what do you struggle why do you struggle with it i felt like that was one of the best things i created <laughs> so like, i could have used i definitely that. i could have definitely used that early in my journey like just everything like the things that you offer which is mm-hmm. like i have to learn the hard way it seemed like God yeah. learned things the hard way. And I always say, like, I make things a lot difficult than they really are. Like, I complex a lot of things. And I, I had a dream last like, last night, and I was making things harder than what they needed to be. And I'm mm-hmm. like, do that. And I don't know why I make those conscious decisions. I think I like a challenge. That's what it is. If things yeah. are too easy for me, then I, I think something bad is going to happen because I feel like nothing should be easy. But then again, right. I ask for things to be easier. So it's like, I contradict myself a lot when it comes to this. Yeah. Like I, I'm one of the biggest contradictors on the planet. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. that's not just me. So like, it's not just me. I see that everywhere. Like if you yeah. on Facebook right now, there's somebody who's contradicting themselves about something. And I'm not about to tell people, hey, you're a contradictor because what you see, what you put out, that's who, what you'll see. And that's exactly. I could definitely, I definitely know people who could benefit from your services, especially mm-hmm. life learning lessons, like family, yes. friends, while because there's always people who are going through what we've been through, or, or who are like going to go through it in the future. And I think that yeah. the tests in our life are so hard is to teach people. Like we're supposed exactly. To and me, last time. I didn't teach people. I didn't tell people nothing. I just made my music. I travel. I stay in one city for a couple of weeks, and then I go on to the next city. And I'll just mm-hmm. do that throughout my whole life. And that's like, even now, I move a lot in this life. Like, I've, yeah. I, since I left my grandma's house at 17, like, I moved every single year, whether it was a different house or a different city or a different state. And it's because mm-hmm. of that's what I did in my past life. Like I'm a nomad. Like everywhere is my home, basically. Like I can make right. I can get comfortable anywhere. Like I've been deployed in, in Afghanistan, and I was just chilling in the dirt, and I was just comfortable. Like right, where I go is like I can make it my home. But sometimes you need somewhere to just you just need a place to just stay, and you need to collect your thoughts. You need that's why I, that's crazy. 
now I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it. That's why I came to Vegas because I'm, mm. I'm repeating my life when I was in Egypt. Like, because Egypt is basically like Vegas. Then we got the pyramids. Ah, uh, the, the pyramids. Okay, okay. that makes sense. Yeah, it's the weather out here, so it, it reminds me of home. So it's like sometimes I feel mm. like Vegas is probably where I'll be my make my last stop. But then I'm like, well, I'm only, I'm still young, so I just can't stay in Vegas forever. But Mm-hmm. Are you um are you familiar with astro cartography? Astro, nah. What is that? Okay, so with that, um, it's like an astrological chart for where you want to live. So you put in, you know, your birth time, just like you do with an astrology natal chart. And this time, it's like on a map of where you are. It will show you the map of the country you live in certain lines will show you where you will thrive monetarily what will make you happy like for example um i have an ic line going through san jose california so going through the bay area i'm from the bay area so that line through there is pretty much what i see as home and being you know between san francisco and menlo park that made a lot of sense and where I like to be, to have fun, there's a line going through Key West, Florida. And I actually, I have been to Key West and I had the time of my life out there. Um, when I was there, out, um, we were out there for an assignment while I was in the Navy. Loved it, absolutely loved it. And where else? There's also a line um, of, I think it's a, it's a Jupiter line. Mine goes through um, Southern California. That's where I would be making the most money. So (laughs) like I was thinking about that. I was just like, well, shoot, should I be moving back to California? Because I lived in San Diego. I was like, shoot, should I move back? Like what's going on? (laughs) But I feel like I'm in Atlanta for a reason. I went to high school out here. I'm here for a reason. So um, after moving to Tennessee, again, I've been living with my mother. So we uh, ended up moving back to Atlanta and I'm definitely here for a reason like I know that for a fact cut you off but I feel like Atlanta is my place I feel like how you say like you feel Atlanta like that's mm-hmm. the I was born in Atlanta but oh, I moved okay. to Indiana as a kid and mm-hmm. well no yeah I moved to Indiana first I was born in Atlanta and then my family moved to Milwaukee then we moved to Indiana with Atlanta, it mm-hmm. feels like that's where I need to be. Like, but you might have to check out that check that out on uh, astro.com, or if you could Google astro cartography, um, you just put in your birth, your date of birth, time of birth, and all that, and it'll show you everything of which lines, it'll show you the definition of what each line means, um, like what places to avoid for you. Like, my place to avoid is Alabama, <laughs> I think that's <laughs> which makes sense. <laughs> which makes sense because i would never there so there and like uh upstate new york that line goes there it's like no don't go there so i'm just like okay (laughs) but um what if it's something about alabama that's dealing with your past life that would make sense actually mississippi is like a place that's why i live that's why i was born at in my past life and that's why i died in mississippi and that's one mm. place that I would never go to. Like, I would never go to Mississippi for any reason. Not because, I don't like Mississippi, like, so not I feel you on that. What happened in my past life, but before I even knew about my past life, it's like I would never go to Mississippi. There's nothing in Mississippi that excites me. Period. 
not because of money wise right. or food, but it was like I ain't going to Mississippi so it will probably say that on my list stay away from Mississippi but that's crazy. yeah Alabama too like I mean I don't have no issues with Alabama but it's like those areas like I try to stay as far as away from as I can mm-hmm. see me I'm more comfortable in like suburban area or cities so being in like the south like alabama and the cities are not as big as i want them to be i don't like alabama like let's make that clear i don't like it like no offense to nobody who lives there but i can't do alabama i can't do mississippi i can do georgia to an extent like if i'm in the atlanta area i'm comfortable here but anywhere else in the south i can't do it florida i don't really feel like florida counts even though florida is the yeah. south, but it's it's a different type of vibe there especially because it's along the uh, along the ocean. So I love Florida. That's like nothing. I love Florida. I love California. I just love being by water. That's so me. being in Atlanta. I, yeah, I, I have to be around. That's why I said Vegas can be my home because it don't rain. Yeah. There ain't no lakes. There ain't no ocean. Right. So, but I needed to come back here for a reason because when I came here, this is when I started learning all my lessons. That's yeah. So it's like, I love Vegas, but I need water. Like, water makes yeah. me feel good. It, just the nature, period. It's not enough nature out here. Like, I, there's not enough grass. There's not enough trees. It's like, it's going to be a time where it's time for me to leave Vegas because I know for a fact I'm not supposed to stay here. And if I stay here too long, then things are mm-hmm. going to be bad. Like, just how when I was in North Carolina, I stayed there. I, way longer than what I should have and once I stay somewhere yeah. once I stay put somewhere that's when things go bad for me so it's like I have to mm-hmm. continue to move because I know the consequences of my actions so right. it's definitely on my list of places where I want to move uh, some other places like Washington Seattle Washington or Portland Oregon mm-hmm. just places that rain a lot they got a lot of trees places yeah. just relax in nature and Seems mm-hmm. like I've been avoiding it for a while, but my soul is gonna lead me back there whenever it's ready. So, I, like, I don't exactly try to make any move. I don't try to do anything that that's gonna uh, affect me in a negative way. So, if I want to do something, I wait till God tell me to move, or I wait till my ancestors like give me. Mm-hmm. Till then, like, I'm gonna stay put and learn what I need to learn. Be patient because that's what it's all about. Being patient. Exactly. A lot of a lot of people, human mankind, are patient. Period, because mm-hmm. they want instant gratification. Uh, right, and that's another thing. A lot of people don't understand. Uh, God, spirit, our ancestors—they don't work that way. Exactly. Nothing is going to be on our time. It's going to be in divine timing. So, I'm I'm learning a huge lesson with that because a lot of things that I manifested is happening right now <laughs> so it's just like whoa 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 wait a minute but it's it's coming along and i'm seeing it so that's what keeps me a believer because it's like i know i'm not crazy i know this is supposed to be happening for a reason so i'm just gonna let it ride out and and we may not have like everything that we want right now but everything that we need it will always be there for us exactly. um mm-hmm, everything we need will always be here for us and that's what I'm definitely learning and I'm definitely seeing and a lot of it is manifesting. It's overwhelming for a minute. It's like overwhelming for a couple of seconds for me personally, but I like seeing it. And 
especially like when I'm doing readings for other people um a lot of people they come to me they think I'm crazy at first they're they're not comfortable um a lot of people aren't comfortable with readings at first because they're just like oh my gosh tarot reading like that's just weird but I'm curious so I want to know it is, so it, I'll it, get they'd be like it's, yeah we grow up believing that it's bad yeah so, mm-hmm. my Gigi hated anything that had to do with if it wasn't about Jesus in the Bible like she didn't fuck with it like Exactly. or any like voodoo, hoodoo, anything. But what's crazy is mm-hmm. my great, my great, great uncle. He's the one who brought spiritual, like African spirituality, to America. But he wasn't mm-hmm. in my life. Like I didn't get, I didn't have a connection with him until after he passed away. So once right. he ancestor, that's when I got access to the spirituality. But as far as my Gigi, my great grandma, like she did not mess with none of that, and that's what kept mm-hmm. me away from tarot cards or like just psychic spirit and then yeah they, they uh black people always think of as cleo when they think of psychics and, his, oh, and that's the worst part I, I people try to compare me to her and i'm just like no nah, that's not how it works like no, she but here's the thing though miss cleo if you read about miss cleo she was spot on like with her reading it wasn't about she was a scam it was about when people were called a number like mm-hmm. it would how I got charged for like the thousand dollars for just an hour worth of time. Like that's yeah. because they were scamming people on that level. So since she was a scapegoat, like since she was the, the face of it, once that went mm-hmm. down, they just blamed it all on Cleo. But in reality, she was really a real psychic. She was a real spiritual person because as black people mm-hmm. are, we just cut that yeah. part off like, because we deal with so much religion. Religion to tell yeah. you hey, you're not supposed to do that. So. That's what kept and that's me. another thing. That's another thing too. Um, what opened me up? Um, what opened me up even more? I saw an interview with Kirk Franklin, of all people. <laughs> um, he was discussing uh, the difference between religion and spirituality on the Breakfast Club, and what he said resonated with me, and. It, it made me think. So, of course, you know, I'm going to do my own research. You know, I'm going to Google everything, YouTube everything. Um, and then what I receive from meditation, like all the downloads is just like, okay, so I'm doing the right thing. So I know what I'm talking about. Now, the only thing is my family aren't into it like that. Strictly Christian Baptist household. So um, it, it took a while for my mom to get comfortable with me. Okay. She's still not, but a little bit. <laughs> she's open like I would do tarot readings for her when she asked me to because she knows I'll be right sometimes <laughs> she yeah, knows well, I ain't they, right sometimes they know you be right but they still it'd be the mentality it'd be what's what we've been brainwashed to believe what, exactly brainwashed, but what we've been programmed to believe and mm-hmm. even when you be telling them the truth deep down they know you're right but they don't want to say it because they don't want to say it exactly the ego thing Mm-hmm. and like people they call me crazy because they're just like how you got your tarot cards and you got your bible sitting right here too because the bible can be used for divination as well exactly what do you think all the lessons are coming from like you if you don't see the bible as like a rule book and you see it as like a guide as like a lessons book psh, expansion <laughs> like it took me a while to get to that point because like i said i grew up in the church but then once i got on my spiritual path it's like man i ain't Fucking nothing that got to do with the Bible, but then I have to. Yeah. There's so much knowledge and information in the Bible. It's just mm-hmm. like 
we use it as that's the only book we're supposed to learn from like that's what yeah it was like man now i read the bible every day like i, well, I try to read a script i don't read the, i read a scripture every day on my phone so it's like it took me a while yeah. to get back into it but once you stop looking at it as this is the book of life then you'll be yeah. able to understand more so instead of seeing it as the rule book and as the book of life you see it as the book of lessons true because each story as crazy as it sounds with all these miracles happening it's a reason for each story in the bible it's a reason for jesus story in the bible for uh peter's story in the bible samson's story in the bible like it's a reason for every story in the bible and we can apply that to the life that we are living now we may not practice you know everything that is in the bible but it applies to life so for people to just dismiss it it's oh child i i get into arguments about this a lot but at the end of the day i'm sure of who i am i know what i'm talking about with both of the tarot cards and the bible so <laughs> people don't even know i have tarot cards because i don't like i don't even put that out there like for me mm. like for me it's like i'm not ashamed of the tarot card it's like but i don't yeah. see too many men doing the tarot card but i use it for my life like i don't use yeah it using it for yourself it's like maybe one day i'll get to the point where i'm like pulling the cards out for other people but as of now mm-hmm. it's like i just use it as a personal guide for myself anything that i, I read as far as books like i just use it for myself and exactly I, and you know I, what like i feel like a lot of people should use the tarot cards for themselves um because you know everybody okay everybody can have the gift but not everybody is called you feel me like you can know tarot front and back but it may not be in your best interest to try and give other people guidance because you still have your things you have to learn but how i see it i'm so sorry it's cool oh okay so how i see it is um again god calls those who are meant to do this this has this gift has been in my blood and finally somebody is calling me i'm so sorry but finally um somebody is using it in my lineage that somebody is me i may not use it the traditional way like my aunt who is a pastor i don't use it the way she does because she and her family are more of the pastors, the preachers, they give their message to the masses, right? Me, I'm more better with one-on-one. I, you know, for me to be such an exciting person and vibrant and like a personality, I get nervous around a lot of people. (laughs) So one-on-one is best for me. That's probably something you have to to work on because what scares us is probably the thing that we need to, to do more. And exactly you when you do your lives like that's not one-on-one like it'd be a few people in there so you're coming so nervous doing that <laughs> you have to get because it was a point in time where i was nervous to just talk like just to be mm-hmm. on youtube like that's why my podcast is like i have to get out of that feeling because i don't try to speak yeah i don't try to connect with the masses I me mean, i focus on the collective like right and it's like those people really need it so if i'm being fearful of speaking just to a handful of people then like i'm not doing mm-hmm. my job and then that's where karma come back in from the next yeah. time go through the same thing over and over so it's like you're doing mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do like oh like, definitely it's mm-hmm. just like and it's then, like the anxiety of it 
like that's what yeah and for me like i do yeah i practice the lies because um they my ancestors they're pretty much calling me to give my wisdom i guess to the collective so you know i start a little bit with twitter like twitter is such an easy platform um when it comes to getting your message out there because people are reading that daily they're scrolling through they're actually reading it unlike if you're putting it on instagram instagram is more about the aesthetic of everything everybody is worried about the pictures if you're putting out a message it's either gonna hit or it's gonna miss but on twitter it's always gonna hit um twitter that's crazy like i probably need to to focus more on twitter because yes i, I don't i highly I, recommend it i don't mess with twitter at all like i'll share my podcast on twitter but I don't use it and I don't think about people are usually on Twitter all day every day yes I, I, I lately I've been focusing on Facebook because I'm like well these are people like I know personally and once mm-hmm. I connect with them then I can take it to a bigger level but yeah. and that's exactly what I started doing um you know if you see me around when I in the beginning like around September of last year when I started um offering the free readings for everybody I was just trying to get my practice in See, and that's people were just like, yeah. Like, I, that's when, instead of, because like I said, September, that's when I talked to the psychic who charged me like 1200 So it's like, if I mm-hmm. had seen you, I'm like, oh, I'm going to just go with her. But, right. <laughs> well, you know, it's all right. <laughs> I talked to the guy, like, I actually cried when I, like, during that session. It was like a therapy session for me. So I was okay. With, mm-hmm. Like I said, I never paid it fully. So it, like, I don't even give a fuck. Right. Yeah, like if I'd have known that, I'd have definitely just shot you a message and like, "Hey, I need help." But I was yeah. still in the beginning. Like this is when I was meditating. It was like I didn't. Mm-hmm. It was like I was going in blindly, basically. So now I'm to the point where I don't really even need a a, a spiritual counselor. Basically, it's like yeah. now I focus mainly on what I know. I meditate. Like I said, I meditate yeah. every single day. There's not a day that I've missed meditation. And right. Even if I don't, no, I, even during the middle of the day, like I'll take deep breaths out the day, like, mm-hmm. like every single day, and like even because it life gets hard, even on yeah. your, you know what you're supposed to do when you know like it's down packed, like it still get hard. There's still people out there who will come try to throw you off your your journey, even even if they know you're the real the deal. It's still yeah, what you and it's like. Sometimes I still be wanting to snap off on people. Like, I don't argue with people. Oh, man, I get tried about that all the time. See, since we're going to talk about that, um, I try to make my services, um, my service availability as easy as possible, okay? You know, you know, I don't know if you know about the term in the military, breaking it down Barney style. <laughs> so I try to do that. I try to keep it as simple as possible. And I just opened my website, uh, universalamani.com. I just opened that up um, about a month ago. And, you know, people, when they get in a rush for a reading, they don't quite read everything. Yeah. So uh, I get the emails like, hey, when am I receiving my reading? First of all, don't rush me. Please and thank you. You don't rush energy. All right. <laughs> like, I want to snap. But I feel like, you know, again, it's God's way of testing my patience with people. So, you know, I take a deep breath. I'm like, okay, how can I respond to this person without going off? So I explain it, but I feel like I shouldn't have to explain myself anymore. So I don't explain myself anymore. All the information is on my website. It's either you book with me or you don't. Mm -hmm. Because if this was back in the day, 
when you're doing it the old way where you seek out your healers your witch doctors you don't rush them okay because when you rush people that's it, mess up mm-hmm. that's when you get mm-hmm. like what you don't want is when you rushing people especially the, the ones that's really doing it it takes time not everything is instant like exactly it, and we focus because today and age social media instagram basically i heard this yesterday instagram means instant gratification like we ha, see ha. everybody with this perfect lifestyle and we think oh this is why I mean, this is what i want it gotta come now but it don't work like that it really takes mm-hmm. time i if i had a, got everything that i wanted in september of last year i would have definitely fucked it up like if it was yeah. fame or anything i would have definitely messed it up because i was be i've been wanting it so fast and i didn't want to be patient and go through what i needed to go through so it's like now i'm more willing to be patient sometimes exactly it, it just be it's sometimes i i just be like damn it's taking too long like i'm not perfect yeah I'm perfect but i'm one of those people who are willing to wait and there is mm-hmm. like when i start rushing is because things are going on that i can't control now, exactly like, if i had a had this then i wouldn't be feeling like oh i wouldn't be going through this if i had the funds or whatever that i need if y'all had just mm-hmm. it they say it's a it's you got to go through it you're not the only person who's been on this journey like there's a right. lot of people, like i'm not alone when it comes to being impatient and that's what i exactly when you when people are being impatient with you then that's me you got to look yourself in the mirror and say damn what am i being impatient about that's exactly like cuz when people do things to me i see like okay what am i doing something to somebody else for this person to treat me like that Because mm-hmm. everything we put out is going to come back to us, whether we believe it or not, whether we see it or not, and it's like exactly learn that lesson. It's things that there's things that are being done behind the scenes that we may not see that our ancestors are over there out there cooking, like literally cooking. I've seen like when I'm doing readings for other people, like I'll close my eyes, I'll literally see their ancestors chilling, or they'll literally be cooking, <laughs> like. I'm just like that's so crazy how life is. I'm just like this is exactly what's happening and this is why you need to be patient. And um I appreciate those who are patient with me. Yeah. Cuz they have that understanding. A lot of people don't have that understanding yet, but I'm appreciative of those who do, you know. And that be the ones who matter the most, the ones who who are patient with you, ones who understand and that's what make my life easier. It's like when I put out a podcast episode and I feel like everybody ain't listening like everybody should and then that one person like bro that message really changed my life or really helped and yeah. that really keeps me going is those who be like you whatever you said like you made a big big impact on me so it's like okay now I'm able to forget about those who aren't listening because like I said mm-hmm. I'm not talking to the masses I'm really talking to the collective and it's not many people in the collective so if just right. one people are hearing it then I'm good with that but I, sometimes I just need confirmation and exactly you is easily because you hear and see him like I don't hear, yeah. I can't hear my answer like literally hear him if I was able to literally hear him then it would be a lot easier for me but they make it hard give it about a year you'll hear and then I'll I just heard that <laughs> then I'll probably damn I wish they just be quiet and that's why I got to be patient because I don't want to be asking for too much and then when they give it to me I'm like damn I don't even want it like I've been begging for this and yeah. it ain't what I want 
So it's like yeah, for you it'll come slowly but surely. Um, with me, it came like I, it was just quiet, and then I would like know something for some reason. I'm just like, how did I know that? And then after meditating, and I started hearing, and I was just like, ah, okay, so who's this talking to me? And it would tell me, and I'm like, okay, because mediumship is like a thing of mine too, which like I'm slowly, I'm not gonna lie, I'm scared of mediumship, but um, if it comes through in my readings for other people, I make it known. I'll make it known, like, this is what's coming through. This is a message coming from this person. And they'll just be like, wow, it's so crazy. You don't know me. You've never seen me before because none of my readings are in person. They're all either by the phone or an email audio recorded reading. And they're just like, how did you pick up on my energy like that? Man, that's nothing but God. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can say about that like I, I, I wish I could explain how I know everything but I can't it's just I'm gonna just either look crazy to you or be a blessing to you I don't know <laughs> that's where my gifts come in it's like I have an inner knowing I, mm -hmm. but I just be wanting like the full package like cause I'm, yeah. I'm like for me I feel greedy sometimes it's like I want all the gifts like I'll be yeah. on how to get all the gifts and then like you said you sometimes you just gotta wait on things it's like yeah maybe it's because i'm not ready for it it's like yeah something i need to go through and learn some more things that i have to learn so i can get to that point but like i said when i see other people because it was times i was like hey how she get to hear her ancestors and i can't hear mine it's like we started our journey at the same time but how come yeah. she yeah it's like well i don't know your exact journey what you how you what you've been through or your ancestors, mm -hmm. I don't know your ancestors, like, yeah. crazy, like, I know it's going to come, it's just like, I'm just waiting on, I, I, I try to be patient, yeah. but sometimes, like, when, like I said, when they give me signs, and I just overlook a lot of stuff, so where mm -hmm. if you hear them, then they'll be like, okay, I got it, I won't have to keep making the same mistake over and over, I don't have to keep seeing the same signs over and over, if y'all would just tell me what I need to know, but everything exactly. for a reason, and because it's gonna be other people who are following in our footsteps and they're like going through the same thing. Now have exactly. to gotta be patient. It's things that you gotta go through to get mm -hmm. to where you wanna go. So it's like And especially nowadays, um, because with our generation, we're waking up. Okay. But um that's another thing too. Not only is it our generation that's waking up, we're waking up, everything has a purpose, okay? We're waking up because I don't know if you've seen on Facebook or Instagram, I do like baby predictions. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, with those, the I, I do all these predictions about children because this next generation that is here, um, they are pretty much going to be the game changers for us. We may not see it yet, but we're feeling in the middle of it right now because we're that generation that's like breaking the barriers. The next generation, they're going to be here. <laughs> that's how I, me i have like five kids two stepchildren and i have my daughter my youngest daughter athena like mm -hmm. i already know like she's already woke so it's like that's mm -hmm. why I, I, people say how can you have so many kids i'm like you're supposed to have kids the world yeah. don't want you to have your kids like the world is stopping you from having kids but it's the one our children the ones who don't have to go through what we have to go through they don't have to go through the lessons exactly because we're teaching them off of back the right thing 
and she's exactly already, like my daughter is like she just turned two last week she's already trying to read she's writing like she's singing mm-hmm. and dancing, like she's doing everything it's like okay i know i'm on the right path look as soon as i yeah. come and write in like, <laughs> right you know, spoke her up. Exactly. <laughs> she she already know. So bye bye. Bye bye. She can't see you. <laughs> Hi. Who <laughs> is that? Who's that? She likes tarot cards too. Like, she, oh, okay. <laughs> She can probably start reading, do readings for people. I was about to say, you should teach her. My oldest son, he's very interested in it. I try to give him as much as I can, um, but then he'll lose interest so fast, you know? Yeah, that's um, how he, Yeah, he'll lose interest very fast. He's six years old. He's just like, all right, these cards are cool, but let me go watch these video game players on YouTube. <laughs> like, okay. It's like, I'm not going to say she has a short-term memory, but she's not in it. Well, it's like me, like... I'll pick up something that like, oh, I'm not interested anymore. Like, yeah. Really a mirror of me. And as I learn on my journey, mm-hmm. every time I learn something new, she's learning something new. Like, yeah. Realize everything that I go through, she's going to go through. So I I can't be strict on her because then my ancestors are going to be strict on me. Well, God's yeah. strict on me. So it's like, I'm learning to do things mm-hmm. right with my daughter because I messed up with my first four children because right. I was I wasn't on my path. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. So like her, like she is definitely gonna whatever she wants to be, like she's gonna be the best at it. Whatever she does is like people are gonna see mm-hmm. her. Like I even know who she was in her past life. Like I don't oh, wow. Because like I said, I act once I wanna know something, my ancestors always give me what I want to know. It's like Yeah. But sometimes I just rather them tell me so. But yeah. if they give it to me, it's like, oh shit, it's better than what you you're telling me. Cause like I said, yeah, they could have told me who I was, but they gave me a documentary. So I'm like, which one is better? You, me just hearing who I am, or mm-hmm. showing me who I am. So it's like, sometimes I'm like, maybe I don't want to hear them, or maybe I don't want to see. Maybe I just want to continue to. to to get the information like I'm getting but it's like sometimes I overlook so much stuff like I don't want to keep yeah. missing or making mistakes that can be easily fixed if I was mm-hmm. to get the message like straight off the back so that's the thing about signs too once you know you know so you may doubt it at times but if you feel like that's something you should be paying attention to listen to that yep, yep listen cool. to that mm-hmm but yeah I won't hold you for long uh, this was a great episode like uh, you were the first woman I had on my podcast I'm like I, oh I, that's awesome yeah, I had <laughs> like, four other people came on and I'm like man I, I have to have women on here like I can't just be that podcast or that person who's dealing with all men in my life I put women on such a high pedestal. Like most men mm-hmm. don't do that. Like with me, I respect women so much, and I know where mm-hmm. they come from because I'm the man. I'm the the man who who works with the divine feminine. Like I don't, yes. I don't work with the divine masculine. I mean, well, I do, but I'm focused mainly on the spiritual side, and that's what helps me a lot. So it's like mm-hmm. I put women on such a high pedestal. Like I respect. That's why. And when I was back in Egypt time. 
Yeah. I was a king, but my wife, like, she had equal power. And it was it wasn't people doing that back then. Like they, yeah. they put women on such a low pedestal, and that's what it is today. Is like we're doing what the Romans did, like how we're doing what white people did. White people are the ones who don't respect their women. So we're, mm-hmm. we're just going down and they have not sent all white people, but if you look at it, any movie, the white man don't mm-hmm. really respect his woman. For me, exactly. Black men are just following down what they passed because what happened when we were slaves, they they brainwashed us or they programmed us to act a certain way towards our women. And I was mm-hmm. never a slave. That's my thing. Like I was I was never a slave. I wasn't here during that time. So right. all skipped me. And when I came back, I still treat my wife like she's supposed to be treated. Like I really put her you know, like she had equal power with me. So that's like, wonderful it has to be done because women are the ones who who know like they, they're the spirit y'all the, mm-hmm. the people so me it's like yeah. once you know something you're not going to try to like uh put it down you you want your woman to be on the level you are you'll want her to have exactly because women see stuff that men overlook all the time oh yeah <laughs> listening to what your woman saying like most of the movies when a woman say don't don't go somewhere what happened that person end up getting in trouble or getting killed because they didn't listen to their woman it's like I ain't exactly i already know like my wife like if she tell me not to do something it's a reason it's a reason exactly even though sometimes i don't listen because i i'll be going off what i believe but mm-hmm. if i really if she really saying hey don't do this then i'm not gonna do it or she's saying hey try this i'm gonna try it like I'm not one of those who's just going to dismiss what you're saying because you're a woman. Nah, women, I feel in the future, women are going to be the leaders. They're going to be the, the CEOs of this company or the presidents of the company. They're going to be because mm-hmm. they're the ones who have the most knowledge. They're the ones who are connected with the divine. More than Honestly. <laughs> like That's why I'm like, I can't just have all men on my podcast because there's women out there who or in positions that men these men can't get in or they, they know more than these men think they know it's not all mm-hmm. about physical or material it's about the spirit and i love yeah. dealing with the spirit i love the divine feminine so mm-hmm. thank you again for coming on my podcast this was a dope episode uh yes it was this is awesome thank you for having me